It's too late. You're not worth it. Why would God use you after all that's happened in your past? You'll never have enough. You can't afford to give that. So you're sick. It's fine. It's just the hand you've been dealt. Somebody else already did that, so God doesn't need you to do it. Have any of these thoughts been in your head before? Or maybe even right now? Look, I need you to stay with me for these next 20 minutes because it's time to expose the enemy for the liar that he is and get you set free. If you didn't hear me clearly, every statement I just made is a lie. Yes, every single one. Lie. And it's time to fill up on some truth and learn how to strategically fight these thoughts from the jump. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. Um, is this really episode 80? That's wild. I remember planning something special for like episode 50. Fun little gift to the His Word My Walk podcast recently. A new review on Apple Podcasts says this. Wow. I love how Kayla talks to you like a big sister. This podcast is full of authentic, down-to-earth, and full of biblical wisdom. It fuels you to live out God's word with faith and passion. Can't wait for more episodes to come. Thank you, Grace. If you could actually do me a favor, especially if you're listening in Apple Podcasts right now, could you please leave a review on the His Word My Walk podcast, please? (laughs) It actually helps others find these episodes, these episodes that you love so much, that you support, that you learn so much from. So if you could do that for me, I would seriously appreciate it. Okay, 80 episodes and here's the real truth. Like, I would love for you to binge listen to every episode. I would love for these episodes to improve your relationship with God, your life as a whole, your relationship with yourself, with God, and with others. And even if nobody ever listens, I'm still doing this because God has asked me to do it. And to be really honest, that's a tough place to be in for me sometimes. Obedience to God isn't always easy, and it's not always what our world today would classify as fun. So I have to make it fun sometimes. And I have to also just suck it up sometimes. And I have to surrender at all times. If you haven't listened to last week's episode about the do's and don'ts to obedience in your relationship with God, hit that one up. Actually, it became just the three do's. No don'ts, because why focus on that, right? I was fully prepared to continue sharing about obedience and surrender, as it truly is my focus in my own life right now. I was actually on an Instagram Live interview last week, and the lady from Guiding Light Ministries asked me what I'm focused on right now or something like that. And my response was, day by day, obedience to God. Like, I've had such a fresh understanding with the Lord, and I truly want to walk this out with Him day by day. I'm trying my best not to worry about tomorrow, about next month, about five years from now. But today, Lord, today, my desire is to be obedient to you today. And then tomorrow, I'll do the same thing. 
So in that, I went through a bit of a fight a couple weeks ago. And while preparing this, and while going for a solo hike with the Lord, because y'all know by now that that's how we roll, that's where I listen best. So as he began to show me and speak truly from my own experience how to walk out this life with him, I'm shifting what I had planned to what he's asking me to do. That's obedience. I know I'm not the only one who has these mental battles, who fights these negative thoughts, this worry and anxiety, the sometimes like debilitating ideas of what if, what could happen, what might happen, and not just fight them, but let them have a hold for a little while. What's that anyway? I've gone to the point of rehearsing what would happen if, like what? (laughs) But it's true. And it just happened a couple weeks ago again. So know that I don't have it all together. I have a life here on earth in this body with this mind, and I try to submit it to the Lord. I try to focus on his truth. I spend time with him. I teach others. I pray. I read the Bible. I do all the things and still have the battles in my mind at times. So I was going to say, take comfort in that. No, don't take comfort in it, (laughs) but know that you're not alone and you're not wrong and you're not disqualified and you're not broken and you're not unworthy. You are human. I've got four steps to share with you today to defeat these thoughts. These thoughts that truly might have you ready to quit, ready to give up, ready to throw in the towel. Just wait. And I have to share these today because, well, because God has asked me to, but also because sometimes all we hear is fight back, kick the devil in the face, fight fire with fire. And there might be times for that. I'm not going to say there isn't. And at the same time, what I want to share with you today is some strategies to truly walk this out, knowing that the lies are coming and the thoughts are coming. This one enemy that we have, and hear me correctly when I say that, the one enemy, the one true enemy, he's not backing down ever. He's not playing fair ever. There is no referee calling that the fight is over. Yes, Jesus Christ defeated death and the power of sin and shame on the cross. We have eternal victory. And still, while we are here on earth, we have to deal with the enemy. Like you think you've defeated him in one area of your life, and maybe you have. Praise God. But also, don't underestimate him either. He can bring that same battle back years down the road, and you can be like, wait, I thought I dealt with that. Like, I thought I defeated that. And you know what? The truth is you did. The truth is you do have the victory. He's just not gonna back down. Okay, I gotta get right into these because as I share, I pray you catch the concept I'm sharing and that you can use these steps and tactics in your own life. Maybe there's a thought or a struggle you're actually dealing with right now. Great. Apply these steps to it, like right now. You know what? Check this out. James chapter 4 verse 7, it says this, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Other translations say, Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Oh, this is so good. How do you resist the devil? How do you resist something? The only way to resist is to feel the pressure, the tension, the impact, the push, and resist against it, right? We say things like, resist the urge. Okay, well, the urge has to actually be there in order to resist it, right? Resistance training. The weight is pushing or pulling you and you resist it. Resistance is what makes you stronger, but you need the force against you in order to actually do resistance. So know he's coming. 
actually know he's here <laughs> and know every scheme, every lie, every push, every plan of the enemy, first of all, cannot take you down. But actually, as you humble yourself before God, as you submit yourself to God, you now have the opportunity to resist the devil. And, and don't forget this part, and he will flee. All right, let me just give you these steps so you can fight in a fresh way. Step one, see the lie. See the lie. This is the crucial first step. Jesus himself describes the devil in John chapter 8, verse 44, like this. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. I mean, that's quite the description. Sounds pretty legit. The enemy was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Okay, so see the lie. Can you recognize which of your thoughts are lies and which are truth? Here's the thing. The only way to recognize a lie is to know the truth. So do you know the truth? The truth of who God is, how he rolls. Do you know his character? There are many, many ways you can know the truth. Obviously, I'm going to say read the Bible. It's his word. And I'm also going to say read books, watch sermons, listen to gospel and worship music, talk to Christian friends, listen to Christian podcasts, fill up on the truth. Yes, I love spending time with God in his word now. But I've shared many a times that it wasn't always like that. Shoot, I earned a second degree studying the Bible and was working for a large church full time, still not reading the Bible every day. Did I know the truth, though? Sure did. Because others were pouring it into me. I was listening to testimonies and teachings of how other people experience God. So although my own relationship with him has grown exponentially since I committed to reading the Bible every single day and spending time with him like that, I still knew him and knew his truth before that through others. Oh, there's just so much good in that right there. Not only am I encouraging you to have these conversations with others and fill your mind with uplifting conversations, shows, music, podcasts, but also you speak, you share. Know that your testimony and your story, that's speaking God's truth into someone else's life. Okay, back to the point. <laughs> See the lie. You've got to recognize the lie. And the lie is anything that goes against God's truth. Oh, this is so good. You know what the dictionary actually says the definition of lie is? An intentionally false statement. An intentionally false statement. Like, you can't lie on accident. It is an intentionally false statement. Satan intentionally puts false statements in your mind. Intentionally. If you're over there and you're like word for the year or word for the month is intentional. <laughs> so you're like all in it, working on it, paying attention, setting priorities, just being intentional. Know that the enemy flows like that too. Oh, just understanding that word right there shifted things for me. Understanding it in that way. Satan intentionally puts false statements in my mind, in my path, in my way, in my day, in my relationships, in my family, in my business, in my health. He intentionally puts false statements in there. And we just have to know this is not true. I see the lie. Also, remember at the start, I was saying day-by-day -day obedience is where I'm focused on living right now? Yeah, well, that day-by-day -day is going to apply to the thoughts in my mind too. 
Like, really? Satan is trying to put a lie in my head for a week from now? He's intentionally put false statements in my head for years from now? This is not true. I see the lie and I'm focused on today. In case you need a little more clarity, here's some of the enemy's lies. If I'm not happy, then God must not love me. My past defines me and God doesn't want me if I'm not pure. I am alone and I am the only one who struggles with this. I'll be happy when you fill in the blank. I'm sure you can because you've probably been listening to this lie. I did for years. It's too late. Someone else will do it. You can't forgive her. Not for that. I don't give because I don't have enough to give. I'm not good at praying. I don't deserve that. I'm going to have to just live with this sickness. Any of those sound familiar? Add yours in there. See the lie. And then move on to step two. Step two, say the lie. Yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) Say the lie. And maybe not in the way you're thinking. Because I just had a woman I mentor go on and on a couple weeks ago about how bad things were. And I finally stopped her and said, stop repeating what Satan is saying. And I meant what I said. And I still stand by that. Here's the difference. I need you to stop repeating what he is saying as if it's real, as if it's going to happen, as if it's truth. Because we already established this is a lie. And yes, still say the lie. And when you say it, say the lie. Look, one of the heavy hitter tactics of the enemy is to keep you fighting alone, to keep you isolated, to tell you over and over that you're the only one going through this. This thought is so ridiculous. Don't tell anybody. Why are you even having this thought? It's so dumb. It's so far out there. Don't tell anyone. They'll think you're nuts. They'll roll their eyes and be like, really, Kayla? Oh, and another thing. You do know the truth. So the fact that you're even struggling with this right now, well, that's embarrassing. Get it together. Oh, been there? That was me two weeks ago, y'all. Like, full honesty, I was looking myself in the mirror, crying, and out loud rehearsing the lie. I even went to bed feeling so beat up, so defeated, and woke up the next morning and it wasn't gone. And it was then that I was like, oh, okay, I gotta do something more about this. So I went for a hike to a different spot than I usually go to. The drive there, I tried to talk to God. Really, Wait, that's even a lie of the enemy. I did talk to God. (laughs) We had a conversation. Wow, see how quickly and like sly-like Satan tries to throw lies in there? I did talk to God on the way there. And when I got to the mountain, I called one of my best friends and I said this. Okay, look, I just need to say what these thoughts are. I know these are lies. I know this isn't the truth. I see the enemy all up in my mind and thoughts, and I've just been battling since yesterday, and I'm not even asking you to pray. I'm not even asking you to have a solution. I'm telling you because I need to expose him for the liar that he is. I'm saying this lie out loud as a lie to put him on notice that I'm not staying silent. And now that I've said it out loud as a lie, not as the truth, I've hit that resistance and he must flee. Oh, the strength in that right there. Look, Satan, I'm exposing you right now. I'm not ashamed to share these thoughts because I know they are lies. I see the lie. And now I'm going to completely expose you and put you on notice and put you on blast that I'm telling others that these are lies too. Well, Obviously, my friend was going to pray, and she did. And when I got to the top of the mountain, the other friend whom I texted to say this lie to, she called and prayed. And can I tell you, I took back the power. Speak up. 
Say the lie. Find those few trusted friends, friends who always know the truth, right? Like, don't go sharing the lie with someone who doesn't know the truth and might cling to the lie as truth. And all of a sudden, worry and anxiety are like all up in their voice too. And now you're both messed up. No, not those friends. I said to both of these friends of mine, I know the truth. I know this is a lie. Seriously, the reason I'm telling you this is so that Satan is exposed. So he knows I won't stay silent. So he knows there's no shame in me hearing his lie. There's no shame in me sitting in that lie. I am the victim here and he is the abuser. No more. No more silence. This lie right here, right now is exposed, is out there. And it's out there to people I trust to speak the truth, not only to me, but also to Satan as my abuser. He's now getting hit by them too on my behalf, and I'm not crazy or ashamed about it. I swear, I pray y'all are grabbing this. See the lie, say the lie. And third, speak the truth. You had to know this would be part of the episode, right? Let me read to you what Paul instructed the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Actually, let me give you the statement you might know as a Christian first. Take every thought captive. Heard that? Take every thought captive. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean we can just control our thoughts? We need to capture the bad thoughts and throw them in jail, throw them behind bars in our mind? Well, now let me give you this statement in context of what Paul's actually saying to the Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I'll start in verse 1. Now I, Paul, appeal to you with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. Though I realize you think I am timid in person and bold only when I write from far away. Well, I am begging you now so that when I come, I won't have to be bold with those who think we act from human motives. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Again, here's the take every thought captive part. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. The New International Version of the Bible says this, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. See, here's the thing. And you've probably heard me teach about this before because I have a whole free guide to walk you through it. Taking these thoughts captive, capturing these thoughts, that's not enough. And God doesn't end right there. It's not even the end of the sentence. He says through Paul that we are to teach them to obey Christ, to make it obedient to Christ. Well, how do you do that? The only way to teach something to obey Christ or to make it obedient to Christ is to teach it the truth, to infiltrate it with the truth, to speak the truth over it until it taps out. Don't just take the thoughts captive. Have you seen what happens when you throw a person in jail? Just because they are taken captive, did that silence them? No, now they're yelling through the bars, through the doors, throwing things louder than they were just in your mind. Now you've just made them more mad on a whole new level. But what happens to that same criminal who has been taken captive when the truth is spoken to them over and over and over? Well, then the Holy Spirit can do what he does best, and that is change someone's heart. You've got to speak the truth over this lie. The lie. God won't use me. Not now. I've messed up so bad. The truth. 
He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. That's Psalm 103, verse 12. The truth again. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ. Romans 8, verse 1. Some more truth. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, verse 39. See that? That is the truth. And you might need to write those three truths down and put them where you can read them every single day until they are memorized and you can automatically speak them over that lie every single time it pops up because trust, it's not going to just lay down and give up. You feel better now? Is the lie gone? Look, I know it's not. (laughs) And know this, scripture is not a band-aid to just put on top of a wound. Scripture is God's word. It is God's truth. It is powerful. It is alive. So use it. You didn't hear that lie just one time and it immediately consumed you. No, you repeated it in your mind. You played out the scenario. You rehearsed what would happen if. You went to bed thinking about it. You woke up thinking about it. And I know because literally that is what I did two weeks ago. So speaking the truth one time, is that going to do? Well, God's word has the power to do just that. And Paul also clearly stated what? He said, and make it obedient to Christ. He said, teach it to obey Christ. That sounds like it's going to take more than just one time. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. I mentioned earlier I have a free guide available for you all about just this. You can grab it at kaylapraise.com forward slash prayer or just click the link in the show notes for this episode. The powerful prayer guide lays out five lies of the enemy, gives you scriptural truth for each, and then lays out the exact prayer that you can pray. Head to the link and get your free guide right now to your inbox immediately so you can start speaking the truth. Speaking the truth. Speaking the truth. And then number four sever the tie. This is so real, y'all. See the lie, say the lie, speak the truth, sever the tie. We can know the truth and still hold on to the lie. We can walk in truth and still hold on to a string and drag the lie around with us at a distance. We can walk in truth and still carry the lie. No more. Sever the tie. Sever means to cut off, to remove or separate by cutting. Sever the tie. There is no more hanging on by a thread. You know what a thread is? A thread is a, but what if? A thread is, I know, but. A thread is, I trust you, God, but. A thread is, I am healed, but it could come back. A thread is, you're right, I am worth it, except when I mess up. Sever the tie. Satan loves to hang on by a thread. He has no problem with a thread, even a long thread, as long as he's still hanging on. Sever the tie. Look, this is daily. Don't underestimate the slick plans of the enemy. Don't underestimate the power of just that one string. Remember what Jesus said in John 8, about Satan. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. My prayer for you today is that you rise up in boldness, that every thought in your mind that is not the truth is revealed to you as a lie, and that you, with no shame, expose Satan for the false statement he intentionally put in there. I pray that you call a friend and speak up, exposing the abuser of your thoughts, and then 
as you take that thought captive, you make it obedient to Christ. You make it obey the truth. You are bold and you are courageous. That is the truth. You are chosen and you are a mighty warrior. That is the truth. Lying is Satan's MO. Lying is his only option. All he can do is twist the truth, distort the truth, cover the truth. It's time to expose him. Expose him. See the lie, say the lie, speak the truth, and sever the tie. Before you go today, I have big news for you. Bible Journaling Bootcamp is open for enrollment all the time now. It is an evergreen program now, meaning that you can enroll any day, any time. And in this 30-day program, you will go from inconsistency, insecurity, all the questions in your time with God, to confidently spending time with God in His Word, reading the Bible, understanding what you're reading, interpreting Scripture properly, and hearing God speak to you right where you are in just 30 days. No calligraphy, no fancy handwriting, just you your Bible, and a notebook, and a pen. This 30-day program has changed women's lives, and I am so, so honored to be offering it open all the time. In these 30 days, you get two 30-minute one-on-one calls with me, and then monthly group calls. You have lifetime access to this 30-day program. This $99 program will change your relationship with God, whether you are a new believer or you have been a minister for 30 years. This is the program that will get you jump-started, that will get you into it, that will get you understanding God's Word, reading His Word consistency, and hearing His voice just for you. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com right now and enroll today. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.